Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. February 20, 2020, the Moore Alstom's Indictment Edition. First, we take up a new attack by Donald Trump on the Department of Justice. He now claims that he is the nation's chief law enforcement official. Obviously, not having read the Constitution, he wants the uh, Department of Justice to have a clean sweep by getting out all of those who don't pledge personal fealty and loyalty to him. Very dangerous, and if he gets his way and cleans out the department, uh, it's going to mean a very different type of justice that literally the world will face. Uh, Next up from the Wall Street Journal, Carlos Goshen faces a stepped-up probe in France. His spending while he was the Renault CEO is now under investigation by French prosecutors. So French authorities are deepening their, deepening their investigation of spending uh, during Goshen's tenure as the chief executive of Renault, including the lavish black tie event he hosted on the grounds of Versailles and millions of dollars in payments to an auto dealer in Oman. Uh, prosecutors said they have gathered enough evidence to refer their probe to a team of investigating magistrates. Such a referral is a key step within the French legal system in that it allows investigators to dedicate more resources to the probe and extend it overseas. So uh, I guess in addition not to being able to travel to Japan, he won't be able to travel to France very soon. From the Department of Justice, we have information that another business person was uh, sentenced in the ongoing Petavesa bribery scandal. Alfonso Munez of Katy, Texas, was sentenced in Houston today Um, to 70 months in jail, uh, pay restitution to the IRS of $214,000, and forfeited $590,000 in connection with the case. He had pled guilty back in December of 2015, and obviously he'd been cooperating with prosecutors uh, during the interim time, but that cooperation would appear to be at an end. According to admissions he made in the 2015 guilty plea, he had accepted bribes from U.S.-based businessmen uh, while employed as a purchasing manor, manager at Petavesa, he ensured that the U.S. men's businessmen's companies were placed on Petavesa bidding lists, which enabled the company to win lucrative energy contracts. Um, he then immigrated to the U.S. with his ill-gotten gain and tried to live out uh, his time with money stolen from Petavesa. Uh, this is really just another uh, example of the stunning corruption of Petavesa. Uh, one of the reasons Venezuela is really in the dire straits they are, in addition to the socialism and the destruction of the company, country by the political class of uh, Nicolas Maduro, it's just the endemic corruption at PDVSA. I worked with lawyers from PDVSA 20 years ago, and they were fine, upstanding, and non-corrupt uh, people. Now that, and sadly, has very much changed. And finally, uh, rather amazingly, the DOJ unsealed an indictment Tuesday against two former Alstom and one former Marabina Corporation employees 
uh, in uh, the United States, uh, as reported by Dick Casson, of course, uh, original founder of the FCPA blog. Uh, these actions, or rather these charges, were based on actions from the 203 to 206 time frame. So it's going to be interesting to see how the DOJ can reach so far back. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening.